Leafs fans would hang a banner at Dryden Hunt and get a claim run away. At, at the Coca-Cola Coliseum and Scotiabank Arena. Put a banner in both arenas. The Dryden Hunt still leave. Sure. Jonathan Welcome Taylor, to stars. another episode of Wrinkles in the Crease, where we take a look at the stories in hockey and iron out the details. I am your host, Zachary Morgan, and I have with me, as always, my co-host, Natasha Gershon. Natasha, what is going on? It's good. It's good. That is what's yeah. going on. It's good. Fantastic. It's good. Awesome. Trevor, the less than real, real deal, Trevor Neal. What's going on, buddy? I feel great. I'm so excited to report again. Look oh, forward to this all week. Oh, me so, too. So this fun. is this is going to be such a great, great. It's great. It's an day. hour a week that I can sit down and go. How can I just piss Zach off a little bit on camera? Oh, That's, it's funny that you mentioned I, that I, because I I knew coming into today is that I would be, uh, what's the word? Heated. Yeah. Engaged. Yeah. Loud. Well, bunch of words. Before we get into all of that, uh, quickly, just from a, the wrinkles in the crease. Uh, Group cast. I don't family. know. Family. This family. <laughs> the uh, family. Happy Lunar New Year out there to anyone celebrating. Uh, yeah. Happy. Lunar I didn't New know Year. it was Lunar, Lunar New Year until like today. So happy Lunar yeah. New Year. It was over the yeah. weekend. Happy uh, Lunar New Year. Yeah. yeah. Go enjoy a moon cake. Uh, sounds I, I think that's what we celebrate. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. The Canucks. <laughs> yeah. The Vancouver um, Canucks. They they did Bruce Boudreaux so wrong. They did him so wrong. That's my take. Is it? Before so, we go to the take. Before we, before we really. Him with Rick. Talking. Before <laughs> we, before we go much further with that, let's kind of recap exactly what happened. So. Yeah. The least surprising sure. move around the NHL on I, I guess yesterday uh, evening. Morning. Um, morning was Sunday it, morning. It got that, yeah, it got that like nine a.m. local time. Just called me off. Nine Okay. Yeah. Okay. So around Sunday morning, the news finally broke. Shocking no one because we also we all knew it was kind of coming. Whoa! Uh, Bruce Boudreau was fired by the Vancouver Canucks and replaced oh God, with really? Rick Tockett. Oh my God! Uh, this has been one of the most ridiculous situations i've kept my uh kept my eye on for those who don't know uh apparently rick tockett gave his uh his notice to four ESPN, week notice his four week TNT. notice to ES, espn TNT. T not espn tnt exactly the tnt excuse me pardon me <laughs> that's that <laughs> changes yeah, the story four week notice to tnt that he was leaving for the vancouver job Damn. So for four weeks, you had a lame duck coach in Bruce Boudreaux. And the last week, Vancouver fans have shown their support for him immensely. Bruce, there it is, was a chant that was uh, ringing through the Vancouver arena. Every night. Every yep. night they could. It's the only thing Vancouver's had to cheer for all season. Is just to, to get behind a guy who's being absolutely Fire. just disrespected in ways that you couldn't imagine. What's yeah. also amazing if you, is look at the resume between the two coaches. You're treating one of the greats like this so that you can bring on Rick Tockett, a guy who, who coached who's had for one six head seasons. coaching job. Wait, yeah, he coached for six years. Yeah, six seasons, and he missed the playoffs five times. I he was a coach for six years. Wasn't he with Arizona? Yeah, yes. he's with because yeah. he left the assistant job in Pittsburgh to go to Arizona. 
Yes. And that's one of the reasons Phil Kessel went to Arizona because he really likes Rick yeah. Tockett. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe it was like six years. And the one year he made the playoffs was a freaking bubble, wasn't it? <laughs> Which doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Rick Tockett, everybody, replaced Bruce Boudreaux. And I, I like, I. Oh, no, I'm with... so sorry. Rick Tockett was not head. Yeah. Yeah. He was an interim head coach for Phoenix. Oh, God. And then he was head coach of the Coyotes for three seasons. I don't know where I read five seasons. Granted, he has no resume for a head coach. Yeah. You coach not not real hockey. Oh, no, 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 no. He was also head coach two years in Tampa Bay. That's what it is. Oh, God. Yeah. Not a good Tampa Bay, though. So he he did four years in Tampa Bay, or two years in Tampa Bay, excuse me, and four years in Arizona. Missing the playoffs in five of those six years. And like, like I was going to say, like, I grew up with Bruce Boudreaux as the coach of my arch rival, Washington Capitals. And I hated Bruce for a long time because he was a great coach. Yeah. He was, he probably should have got Washington a cup realistically, but Washington was cursed at the time. The Well, Washington was cursed at the time. You could make the argument. I'm giving Bruce Boudreaux a lot of praise. Let's not disregard every single playoff collapse that this man has been a part of. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. And it's not, it's not something that really, you know, you can blame on one team. It just, he seems to be snake bitten. Yeah. And and that's nothing against him as a coach. I don't think, I think it's just some, like, I don't think Bruce Boudreaux's fault. That he kept losing game seven after game seven. Because he was was he with Anaheim? Am I remembering that correctly? And he had trouble mm-hmm. winning game seven there. Yeah. And the trouble with Washington. It he couldn't win he a probably game deserves seven at a home cup. to save his life. That's like his specialty. Losing game sevens sometimes at home. It happens. Look at the so, Leafs. I mean, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. But I, yeah. I cannot stress enough, even with Every single one of those collapses, he still has a significantly better record than Rick Tockett, who also was arrested for some illegal gambling ring. Twice. I think oh, yeah. it was twice, wasn't it? Natasha, I believe you have more information than I do on this. So. I don't. Um, I, I really did not look into this at all, but um, yeah, it happened. Um, he was arrested and guilty for his role in an illegal gambling ring. Now, was he found guilty or did he plead guilty? And then he was arrested and guilty again in 2011 of making a false declaration while taking more than $18,000 in cash across a border. Um, So, yeah. He he did plead guilty to one in 2007. Yeah. Shout out in New Jersey, too. Hashtag Rick Tuckett Gate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, like, could you imagine... Like, let's say, Zach, you're working in the public eye and you're told, hey, you're being fired, but not for another month. Have fun for a month. Quite frankly, Boost Boudreaux handled that with a lot more class than I would. I yeah. would have just quit. Yeah. I would have like, gone All right. home. Have I'm fun. Getting paid. Figure it out. Like, like I owe you, you want nothing me to coach at that the point. Canucks? You're making me sit through Vancouver Canucks games and I'm being fired. I'm just going to go home. The only thing that could keep me is if there's something, some clause in there 
where I don't get paid if I walk. If away. I quit, that's yeah. probably it. Because no, no person would sit through JT Miller purposely, like willingly, voluntarily. Without... Yeah, stop that. no, stop. Let's let's no, let's not pick <laughs> on the Vancouver Canucks players down. right now. It's not. A, they're going through it. It was a very. No, I, they're going I, through I, it. I feel and... bad for the Canucks, like the fan base, because I mean they really did deserve better, and now they have. They They deserve better and the players deserve better. And you know what? Say what you will about Bruce Boudreau. Boudreau, Say everything we've been saying. One thing you cannot argue, his players love him. Yeah, they love him. His players love him and love playing for him and would absolutely take a bullet for this guy. And and have you well, seen like the videos of him in the locker room talking to players? I'm like, damn, I every want to player, this guy. The report is that every player went one by one into the office as they were having a post game uh cold one because you know it he they knew, knew what he was knew coming. His last one yeah and every Brian. single one came and gave something and said something it got very emotional and JT Miller got extremely emotional reportedly there's a time and a place to make fun of JT Miller this is not that time yeah uh, next week will be he matters but a lot that's right now yeah, yeah. That's fine. Next, next week is fine. Yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah, I, 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 in that situation, the players the, really care. Canucks and players and Bruce, Bruce Boudreau handled this with as much class as you possibly can. That is the mm-hmm. ideal thing that you want out of that locker room. The organization and front office of the Vancouver Canucks is an embarrassment to the league in this particular moment. It is the worst one franchise in North America, and I don't Without think it's close. They play on the same continent as the New York Jets, and they might be worse run than them. I don't think it's close. The, the Canucks are like you; they stumbled upon some serious talent. Like that same. team is very talented, and they just wasted. They have Quinn, a four. Quinn Hughes. It could you could make the argument, Sands, Leon Drysital, and Connor McDavid. You can make a very good argument that Quinn Hughes is the best skater in that division if you exclude those first two. Oh, yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. I mean you can you can make the argument on some nights that Quinn Hughes is comparable to Kel McCarr. Not better, but same tier some nights. It's hard to tell though, because the because team he plays around for the Quinn Hughes has never they, been good. The Canucks. Yeah. But let's not Someone forget, this was a guy who was please. dazzling the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he he's still very capable of that. But with everything going on in Vancouver, this, the Tanner Pearson situation, now you've got Rick Tockett, who... Is not a I coach. Mean, it's just not... He's not a... In being nice to Rick Tockett, which this may be the only time I try and do this tonight, he is not a proven commodity. No, he's there not. is a lot lingers. that need. There is there are a lot of questions that should be answered. He's a coach because he played for the Penguins when they were good, and that's why he's a coach. Like there's no other. He has no resume to be. He's coaching a coach by name only. There, there are guys. Be- Hell, Mike Babcock may be a better option than Rick Tockett. Okay, and honestly, we wouldn't have been surprised if Babcock took that job at this point. Though it's a rough look to fire Bruce Bujo for for Mike Babcock, so yeah, that would be an interesting look. Hey, here's a guy that every player loves, loves playing for. 
Let's I fix that. Let's replace him with someone everyone Satan. hates. <laughs> do you, do you want to play um, a game of uh, psychological head games? Do you want to uh, emotionally damage your young star? No. Yeah. By all means, hire Mike Babcock, my new client. Who you want to lose in a job. game seven again? Mike Babcock. Do you really not want to get out of the first round? Mike Ever? Mike Even after you fire him, you're not getting out of one. He stays. The psyche stays. The stain of Mike Babcock will stay on your franchise forever. If you had what could have been like a 50-year Stanley Cup drought, congratulations. Adding Mike Babcock to the mix is guaranteed we'll make to it add at least year. 10 to 15 years to that drought. <laughs> we'll make it a centennial. I love after he left the Leafs, he went to coach like the University of Saskatchewan and then blew a 4-1 lead in the last period or the third period of an elimination game. That's amazing. Got him. <laughs> Mike Babcock, everybody. Mike Babcock classic. Mike Babcock. Available <laughs> in store soon. Please call this one in the clearance. To get man. your bottle of Mike Babcock. <laughs> in the today. Back of the store. Start losing in the first round every year right now. You want to give your fans a little bit of hope, but not too much. Mike Babcock. All right. Mm. <laughs> More like no hope. No, no, he gives a little bit of hope, but speaking it's all of, crushed. Speaking of no hope, um, <laughs> no. Uh, so the well, NHL All-Star back. Game fan vote ended. Yeah. The rosters the, are out. The fan vote. Hashtag rigged. <laughs> Super rigged. There, there is a theory that not a single fan vote was counted, and I kind of believe it. <laughs> oh, I, I believe, believe that 100%. That. I, believe that. I, I don't think 100%. it. You think the NHL, after what happened with John Scott, is going to let the NA, gonna let fans pick what they want to see again? No, 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 no. The NHL knows better than that. The NHL has lost the internet before. They're not ready to lose the internet as, again. As soon as they said they're doing like the whole Twitter vote thing, it became fishy to me because how do you count that? Like, are you getting Twitter on board with this? Like, how does that they work? Would probably use you like have, bots. Or you have like yeah. analysts and stuff. Like no, that. no, it wasn't real. It was just there. Like, there are people who, next to the hashtag and just make it. I want to make clear: think. there are people out there who can like probably gather all that data accurately. I am yeah, probably, but the NHL is not smart enough to do that. No, no, they they are, but they wouldn't do it. No. Because realistically, oh, like, um, it was right. I'm on Leafs Twitter. People were not really voting for Austin to make it. Like, it just wasn't. At least fans were okay with him not. Because uh, he can get a weekend off. You can send Nylander. No, Austin goes. Yeah. According to the NHL, William Nylander did not get a single vote. Well, <laughs> that's bull. But at the end of the day, um. What supports your idea is uh, the exact idea of why Jack Hughes is an all-star and Jesper Brad isn't. The NHL is going to prioritize their Canadian and American-born players to get in the all-star game. Yeah. True. I mean, I'm... It's just easier for the NHL to do that. I think they're easier. They're they're bigger personalities. Most yeah. of the time, not always. Not that, I know. At the end of the day, what it comes down yeah. to is the NHL... They see what marketing is. Fans in America are more in Canada are more likely to go for the guy who's American or the guy who's Canadian, respectively. Yeah, the All Star game becomes a lot more tolerable if you're just like, oh, this is just a big ass commercial for the city that's hosting. Yeah, that's all it is. No, that's all it is. And quite frankly, 
the NHL All-Star game, of all the All-Star games, in my opinion, is the worst one. Because it's so very oh, obviously well. just a marketing. No, who watches the game? Play. Honestly, like, who here has no. ever sat down and watched an NHL All-Star game? I try to. I watched the one in 2016, but that was because of the drama. That was interesting. Drama. The John Scott was the best thing that ever happened to the NHL All-Star game. That was the only good NHL All-Star game in the past 15 years. Yeah. Nice. Or the the one that all the media members like complained about with the one in Columbus where they set off the cannon for every oh, goal. And no, it was like 15, no. 12 or something like that. Oh, man. And they set the off scoring every all-star time. game in NHL history happened in Columbus. That says everything you need to know about the NHL all-star game. Pretty much. It's it. You know, what? if the NHL just kind of plays into the whole, it's just a big advertisement. I think it'd be a lot more enjoyable. Like if you just want, we're just ditching the idea of an all star game altogether. We're having like a fan fest or something. That's like that. fine. Don't yeah. call it an all star game though, and when yeah. you're and pretend that it's based on players' accolades. When you bring in a player from each team, and at the end of the day, sometimes that player isn't even the most deserving on their team. At, at some point, what I want to put together a piece that just the worst players to get named to the all star game of this format, because there's been some real doozies of just like. And John Scott doesn't make that list. Only the players that got in because they had. To. No, we're talking that. No, we're talking current format. The current format the, exists yeah. because John Scott happened. Yeah, the Leo Komarovs of of the All Star game <laughs> of just why are you here? Kind of like who yeah, Leo Komarov deserved to be an All Star. Kevin Kevin is it Kevin Hayes this year? That's like you shouldn't be in the All Star game. Kevin Did Hayes was it? announced uh, like the day he was announced to be an All Star was a healthy scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go Flyers. We all, we all know John Tortorella's beef with the All-Star game. John Tortorella's got a beef with a lot of things right now. Yeah. yeah. Find me something that John Tortorella actually enjoys wholeheartedly. <laughs> Why um, is he coaching? He's obviously miserable doing it. <laughs> he loves the All-Star game, though. He's he does big, love benching people. Big, yeah. Hates iPads. His kids aren't allowed <laughs> electronics. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he hates... Um, People being happy. Including me. John Tortorella <laughs> is personally against my happiness. <laughs> um, exactly so, um, was Jesper Bratt snubbed of an all-star vote? Yes. 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 Come but, on. But was he the only one snubbed? No. 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 Not no. Even um, you know who was snubbed? Um, Keandre Miller. Which is surprising, oh, because if that. you listen to the fan vote, that was someone who was getting a lot of votes. I know, because I voted a lot for him. Okay, and well, that's not you. a lot of people. You also voted for Tony D'Angelo, so I don't know if we should count your vote. No, the... I I don't try to pay attention to the All-Star Game rosters so No, yeah, it doesn't matter. Then again, we're not even done looking at the rosters, because how many players are going to opt out? So many players are going to opt out. So many players are going to get He's ruled playing. out due to injury. Troy Terry's already not playing. Uh, no, not Troy Terry. Um, are we Cole excited Caulfield. for Alex Ovechkin's annual one-game suspension? Because it's a, it's a game suspension if you don't go. And Alex oh my Ovechkin God. I forgot he does year. that. I forgot he does every that every single year. season. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time he Because he has gone through You know what? Before. I lied. Yes. I lied. The best thing that happened, uh, the second best thing that happened in an All-Star game after the John Scott thing was when they were still doing the draft, which was a lot of fun. The draft was it fun was. to watch. That was yeah. the, that was the, I need a car. 
fit for Bovesky. I need a car. I need a car so bad. And they let him go. They let him go. I quote that all the time. The third to last pick. Third to last pick. And then the last two picks were given cars. Yep. (laughs) We we need to bring that format back. It's just so fun. It was for a good cause because yeah. after it was Alex Ovechkin needed a car. That was the cause. He needed, and it just he, needed a, he needed a car because like, he was oh, looking buy a to car. give it to charity. <laughs> and so after they after there was some communication between Ovechkin and the NHL, there was a donation. It worked out. It worked they, out. They yeah. made it work. They made it work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but it's, some players are really good about oh they'll fake an injury in the few days up to it. No, they need the week. Like Matthews did that. Or like like family, he went but didn't dress. Family yeah. things. Yeah. Alex Ovechkin doesn't do that. He just tells the NHL he's not going to go. Yeah, I'm just it not takes a suspension it. every year. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect the hell out of it. It's great. I think more players. I what would they do if the players got together and every one of them did that? No, um, you're the NHL was just you're not playing. It, it, no, it's not. Then. You're you're talking about a very unrealistic situation because there's only one Alex Ovechkin and there's only one player who is going to have the balls to quite frankly go out there and say, and I'm not head. doing this. Go, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna go elsewhere. Give me my one game. Uh, bye. That's because I'll have at a good week. Matthews got hurt. You know, I think he just was like, I think my wrist needs a few days to take a break. But he still went and participated. Like, he didn't play or anything, but he went right. and he was part of the media stuff. Alex Ovechkin, you couldn't Ovechkin get He goes to Florida. That, Ovechkin <laughs> took that bath in that fountain, man. And he just, like, he, he stopped Stop giving. Stopped caring. He stopped caring about all of just yeah. anything He's, to do with, like, whatever. He got his cup and dipped. He's checked is out. He, is he going to break Gretzky's record? Play yes. like a few more months. Yeah, you will. See, can I get a thousand goals? Make that decision. And when he makes that decision, retire that day. He's like, Russian I don't machine, do never break. Russian machine, Russian machine, never break. Yep. Uh, um, trade deadline. So- Yes, with the All-Star game coming up, that, of course, means the trade deadline is looming. So my question for you guys so far, what is your favorite rumor? What, um, Who is a player that you guys think will most definitely be moved by the deadline? Um, my favorite rumor is that every player ever is going to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Leafs aren't doing a lot of this deadline. <laughs> because, um, as we all know, the NHL the world revolver. Yeah. So um yeah. really everyone ever is going to the Leafs. Um I know me and Zach discussed this before we recorded. I'm really excited for Jonathan Taze just because I think someone's gonna mm-hmm. overpay for him ridiculously. I keep hearing like Winnipeg this, everyone that, you know, who cares? The only the only reason Winnipeg's really on it is because he's from Winnipeg. Yeah, he's he's a nice like depth guy to add to that. Um, Mm -hmm. Dallas might get him to avoid him going to Winnipeg, Um, and Dallas could use another depth forward. Sure. And oh, Zach's gearing up. I can just tell by his eyes that he's ready to call (laughs) me stupid for this take again. (laughs) No, it's not even that. My my whole thing is, I'm not. I, I is Jonathan Taves enough of a difference maker for for that to be. For that to get Dallas over the hump. Because remember, in 2019, the Dallas Stars went on a very deep playoff run. They made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. And it 
fell apart. They ran into oh, and then they made the Stanley Cup final. They made the 2020 final. They made well. the 2020 final. Excuse me. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm thinking. I'm getting 2019 and, and 2020 mixed up. Curb because in by 20, Tampa. Yeah, in because in 2019 that was when they actually met up with St. Louis in was it the semis and then St. Louis beat them. It's been a while. I wasn't really following Dallas closely at the time. It's been a long time. It has. I know they lost to St. Louis in 2019, and then in 2020, you're right. They did make the finals, and mm-hmm. they got 100. They they ran out of gas. They got cur- yeah. No, it was also He's, weird. It was a weird one to make it. Then that was Bubble Cup. Is Jonathan Taves even capable of providing anything close to what Corey Corey Perry provided for the Dallas Stars that season? No. No. Is there, Jonathan- there are still people with the stars that like are sad he's gone now. Because Corey Perry was a very key. Yeah. Okay. Letting Corey Perry walk was a mistake. I don't I wouldn't call it a mistake, but it's it's something that like they wish they could still have him. But I don't You're, think it's it was a mistake. I'm I'm confident in saying that because you're now in a position where you are you, Trevor, a sort of Dallas Stars fan are clamoring for the hopeful addition of Jonathan Taves, who you and I both know is going to cost a pretty penny when... I'm, I'm not saying I, I necessarily like... Granted, Jonathan they are Taves two very different players. Yes. Um, I think what Corey Perry added to Dallas is kind of been replaced a little bit. Uh, not to the love of Corey Perry, but like Ty Delandria is a young, feisty kind of player that kind of fills that hole a little bit. Um, and Ty, yeah. Ty's a whole lot of fun to watch. Um. Could the stars benefit from having a guy like Corey Perry right now? Yeah, I don't know. Like, but like other than Taze, like who do the stars go out and get? Because they're not in the hunt for Meyer. Because they, there's just, I don't think they have a need for Timo Meyer. I don't, I don't think he fits. No, you got your um, the top six in Dallas is pretty much set. Yeah, uh, like are there any defensemen available? Not first pairing, but like second, third pairing guys. Anybody? Um, there. There are a few guys on expiring deals. Uh, Damon Severson's on an expiring contract, but I don't expect him to be moved unless the right deal comes along. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, like, even if Dallas goes out and get a defenseman, like, they're already fighting between uh, Joel Handley and Niels Lundqvist. They go back and forth into the lineup. Um, just because Niels is offensively gifted, just still learning how to translate defensive play to the NHL. Right. So they kind of in and out, just let them learn. It's kind of weird to inject another guy into that now. Because then Niels doesn't play, uh, and you you spent what a first round pick in New York to get Niels Lundqvist, I think. Is that a first or a second? Someone, Natasha, do you know? Been a while since that trade happened. I don't remember. You you um, don't want to spend that money on a guy. It was a pick of some sort. Um, it's either a first or a second. Yeah. Lundqvist was traded to the Dallas Stars in exchange for a conditional 2023 first-round pick and a conditional 2025 fourth-round pick. Yeah, so you don't you, – that's a that's a steep price to play for a guy that you're not going to take out of your lineup Yeah. because I really think he's the guy that comes out if they get another defenseman. Um, like, he, stars don't need a backup goalie. Wedgwood's plenty good enough to get him down the stretch and give Otter the rest he needs. Um, damn it, Jonathan Taze is going to Winnipeg, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, and they're gonna pay too much, but he's gonna go. He's gonna be a jet. I mean, that's this childhood team, kind of. Let him go home. I mean, or let uh, him rot in Chicago. That's also a viable option. That's what I'm voting for. <clears throat> let him. Can I swear? Let I, him his own shit. 
Yeah, no. Let the captain go down with the ship. Let him rot in Chicago. Let, call, let Kane rot in Chicago. He, let let Kane rot happened. in Chicago too. Um, my whole thing yeah. is, what do you get from adding Taves to your locker room? Because his skill is, he's still a very talented player. He's got, I think, 27 Body's points in 44 there. games. Body, 13 goals, there, 14 man. assists. Um, he's not, he has lost a step, and that's being nice. Uh, over Him over a playoff runs rough. Yeah. It, he might struggle. I just, I just, what I see is an aging player who is a shell of himself. And on top of that, not someone who... Yeah, early in early in his career, ten years ago, if you were starting an NHL I'm team, top dollar to get Jonathan Taves ten years ago. You're paying top dollar. There, I know many people who would have taken Jonathan Taves over Sidney Crosby in like those people. Were not, that was not a good take, but I could see why it they did were not age that. well. It did yeah. not age well, but in the midst of that that dynasty run, they were in like the flurry of what was happening. It, it kinda... made sense. It wasn't mm, as it wasn't as easy to poke holes in that argument as it is right Especially now. Especially because at the time the Penguins had gone through several like playoff like playoff runs. And now, breaks. well, now Crosby's got like at, Crosby can match Taves' rings, so the yeah. leadership thing that over Crosby is completely gone. And but, Crosby's aging is just Sidney Crosby's playing just as good as he did five years ago. One hundred percent. He's aging like but, fine wine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he probably stays. He stays I, or goes to Winnipeg. I think I he'll think. stay. Unless Chicago uh, really takes a massive, retains a lot of that salary, I don't see him moving. He's not worth it. He's not going to provide enough oomph to justify what he will cost and how much you'll have to pay him. And if he yeah. isn't worth moving because of the cost, Patrick Kane's not moving either. No. Patrick no. Kane's, Patrick more Kane's like, a shell of what he used to be. Patrick Kane is more likely to move than Jonathan Taves up. Yeah, I don't think I, either. I don't think. I think there's. I feel like there's a higher demand for Pat, for Patrick Kane in the off season. I don't think he's like you said. He's not a deadline guy. He's not Patrick Kane's not a deadline move. But Patrick Kane is someone I can see. I think it's more likely that Patrick Kane will get moved in the off season than Jonathan Taves at the deadline. Yeah, I can see that. But do you have yes. any other guys? Where do we think Timo Meyer's going? After all, I'm this sure because he's definitely sure no idea. Devils. I sure no, hope not the Devils. No. The, much like the Dallas Stars, the Devils just need to stand pat. You know what the Devils need to do at the deadline? Sign Jesper Bratt. They, That's I, I actually That's wake all up you have to do. every day is that the Devils need to re-sign Jesper Bratt. I pray every morning that he signs. And I every day I'm a little I, disappointed. I'm still yeah, waiting on a Pasternak signing. Will we I hope That's also supposed that's yeah. also supposedly coming soon. And didn't uh, that – something almost leaked for that one today, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm, not I sure. It was Matthews that some info came that out. That was another Elliot Friedman um, – Delete tweet? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it came out today or yesterday that Matthews camp wants 15 minimum. 15 um, that might be 50 total? 15 Good. Okay. Good. It's Apparently about the time that we have hesitant, NHL but... players start demanding large sums of money. Guys. I'm serious. Zach, this is how the conversation with, with Austin Matthews and the Leafs should go, okay? I'm Austin Matthews. You're Kyle Dubas. 
hi, Kyle, I want $19 million next season. And you say, okay, Austin, let me see who I have to trade to make that work. Austin Matthews needs to go in to his current contract negotiation the same way that P.K. Subban did with Montreal. P.K. Subban, for those who don't remember, took a bridge deal before he signed that massive nine-year deal that he wrote out until the end of his career. That bridge deal was extremely team-friendly, and the cost of that bridge deal, P.K. Subban and his agent let them know the cost was $9 million. So that when the t- time came around, what did PK get? Nine. Nine. What did he? So there's a few players gone. coming up that are about to change the way NHL players are paid. Yes, and he, Connor McDavid had the chance to do that. Oh, Connor McDavid had the Connor chance to do that. set the league back. Every player yeah. in the yeah. NHL, every like. Every superstar, like franchise player, should call Connor McDavid on a weekly basis to tell him the fuck off. Yeah, like Connor McDavid personally cost uh, Nathan McKinnon at least ten million dollars. Oh, easily. Like, like how much money not- did he cost Austin? How much money did he cost Mitch? How much money is he going to cost Pasternak? And it's a lot. And Timo Meyer's going to break the money. scale. Really? Timo Meyer's going to make a lot of money. Timo so, Meyer's going to make a lot of money, but. You can't tell me that's an. No, he's not a $10 million player. No, that's an $8 million player, which is a good thing. It's very good to be an $8 million player. It's hard to be an $8 million player. Don't get me wrong. But no, he's not someone who's going to break the pay scale. He's he's going to show positive improvement for it, though. And I'm not even sure. I think think Pasternak might, though. Pasternak will. He will. Pasternak's stupid money. Yeah. See, because you know he goes, gets ten million. Yes, you want to know why? Because he goes, Mitch makes ten point nine, and I'm better than Mitch. He is. When, when that's up, I think that's up for argument. What I think you could either of those answers is, better, is correct in my eyes. That those are two players very close to each other. But he says he's better than Mitch because he scores more, and he goes, I well, want more. He is and also the cap's gone up. He is a more productive time. player than Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner mm-hmm. is a very productive player. Pasta, Pasta is one of the best. So yes. he has that argument. As much as I hate to say that, David Pasternak is a special player. How much is Artemi Panarin? Oh, absolutely. Eleven. I, I I can almost for certain say it's. Pasternak should be aiming to get more money than Artemi Panarin. Is is Pasternak going to make more than McDavid? No. You think it, you should. think it comes in between eleven and twelve point? Because McDavid's twelve and a half, right? McDavid's twelve and a half. Uh, McKinnon's like thirteen. No, he's not. McKinnon's above McDavid. Oh, I know that. Panarin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I thought I heard Panarin. I think like, Panarin's no. at like ten now. Panarin's at like ten point eight or something like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was eleven. Yeah. So, so you think he comes in between eleven and twelve point five? I could see. Um, I could see eleven and a quarter. I could and see 11, about eleven. Like eleven. 11. Is it 11. in Boston? You think yeah. he just stays in Boston? You think he stays yeah. in Boston? Yeah. Because at one point he didn't want to. I know that was a big story at one point. He did not want to sign up the GM. He does not like him. He did not. I don't like know if that story's kind of died down. He did not like all. Cam Neely. Um, That's fair. But I guess that beat you over. Who knows? Honestly, I don't think that'll sway him too much. Now, now this is a theoretical question. Let's say David Pasternak goes to the open market. He won't. But let's say he does. How much does he yeah. make there? 
If he goes to the open mar- market, he'll he'll get sixteen million dollars. Sixteen, holy shit! <laughs> we haven't had. A I mean, player he is like worth David. that much. We haven't had a player that. like David Pasternak hit the open market. No, we have, we have never seen no. a free agent talent as talented as David Pasternak. It, Not it, even it Jonathan prime. Tavares. Not even Jonathan Tavares. No, John Tavares is nowhere near when when the hit open market. Nowhere yes, near. Yes, that's Pasternak what we're talking is. about. The quality yeah. of player when you are on the when you are on the open market. It's not close. As much as I love Tavares, two different players. Very two, two different very skill different. sets. They the how much they bring is so much different, in just pure skill. I would kill to have David Pasternak over John Tavares, and I love John, but yeah, no, and that'll be crazy, and. Although that being said, Fosternock has a very tiny window if he hits the open market. This he can't demand that price tag for very long. My excite I cite Taylor Hall, who shortly after his MVP season was capable of demanding everything Panarin was everything Panarin got and then some. You could to a more, more signing a one year prove it deal in Buffalo for eight million dollars. Nazem to signing for six million dollars in Boston. And being locked in their bottom six. Yeah. You got to talk about that quickly. for a minute. Taylor Hall is a bottom six player on the Boston Bruins. It's crazy. Like, that's wild. It's crazy. Taylor like, Hall is only good for like a week. No, no, no. no <laughs> calm down here. Taylor Hall is the bottom six of Boston because it's Boston. But Boston is so good. Where, who, does he, who does he take out of the top six? He well, he can't replace Pavel Zaka, who is producing oh. at the same rate as him, but in a more meaningful manner. Yeah, Pavel Zaka is a top six forward, and Taylor Needs Hall is a bottom six forward on the Boston Bruins. Just Boston's I, that's the just, fact that's that, just oh, I don't know if I want to go on that tangent of just Boston is just cheap. no, they're it's clear I don't they're describe them. They're, they're above they're and beyond every other team better than that's in the league. If okay, take remember the Lightning a few years ago, the sixty-two win season, we got swept by Columbus. Swept by Columbus, this Boston team destroys that Tampa team in just pure yeah. skill. It's not easy. This is the best assembled NHL team of the salary cap era, and it's not close. And they're going to go do something. Watch them get Timo Meyer or something stupid at the deadline. That would be. They're going to try. Give up. Who do you give up? Because they don't, I think I heard they don't want to give up anything on the roster. Then yeah. they're not getting Timo there's Meyer. No, then there's no way. San Jose, what does San Jose even want for Meyer though? Whatever they can get, I think. Do what they want like they... if if you're the GM there? Do you want roster guys? Or you just want picks? No, you want prospects. You want picks. You don't want like you don't want you don't need anything right now. Yeah. No, if you're no. trading a guy like Timo Meyer, that means you are going into rebuilding mode. If Timo Meyer is not one of your building blocks, you are going into rebuilding mode. Is if Timo Meyer gets dealt, does Eric Carlson follow suit? He should in the offseason. Eric Carlson should have already been traded. As soon as he starts, he's on pace for over 100 points still. He, he, Eric Carlson should have already been traded and should also win the Norris Trophy. Yeah. I don't know who trades for that. I think it's a really risky trade. But it's, if, if if you're going on a run and you and someone's like, hey, you can have Eric Carlson your second pair. Oh yeah, spend send every draft pick if you can make the money work. I don't know about that. 
because it's like you said, Eric Carlson's a big risk. This is his first year he's looked like Eric Carlson since he's been in San Jose. Mm. I did see an interview with him the other night that was really interesting. He went back to Sweden for the last for the first time in like five years. And he said just that changed him. He said he was in a bad place mentally. So he went back home for a bit, spent some time with family and came back. And he said his entire life's changed. He's got reasons to bet. Like to me, that's a good that's a reason why he's oh one hundred percent that's a reason. So he's clearly found the fountain of youth and it's it's in he Sweden. Found, it's somewhere in Sweden. We've he learned. knows where it is. He won't tell yeah. me. Yeah, I want to. So we're fighting Eric Carlson. Yeah, we're let's go on a um, a trip through Sweden. Just start walking. We're gonna go on a trip through Sweden to start fight to fight Eric Carlson to get Jesper Bratt into the All Star game. Yes, I'm in. Let's book our tickets because that's (laughs) that that's logic right there. Let's all go to Sunrise, Florida. No, no, I'm I'm not going to Florida. I live in Texas. I can't deal with Texas with more gators. <laughs> That's exactly what Florida is, honestly. It's Texas with with less, with more gators and less cowboy hats, but not zero cowboy hats, though. There's some. But no, there, that, the, the, the amount of cowboy hats in Florida is not zero. That I can confirm. Whether or not it's larger than like 100, but yeah, no, um, I saw cowboy hats when I was in Tampa for sure. Oh, sure. yeah. Oh yeah, they're just they're just swamp Texans, is what Florida is. <laughs> this is a good tangent we just went on. It's a real good one. Texans. Swamp Texans. Okay then. Uh we <laughs> mentioned it earlier. Flustered. We mentioned it earlier. Um Cole Caulfield is done for the season. Uh yeah. Habs are struggling right now. Slavkovsky is out for three months. So and um, it looks like they're really going for Bedard. Con- Connor Bedard just downloaded Duolingo. The he's, he's what, was what happened? He's, he's no, learning he, to speak French as we speak. No, he's not. You don't. You 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 don't he think have he's to like? French. Oh shit! I'm going to. Montreal. No, he doesn't have to speak French. The captain doesn't yeah, speak French. Why was he? Why would he? Have oh, I forgot. I forgot they don't do that. Five years ago, French lessons. They they they. Yeah, they they traded away the American who became like straight up fluent in French for them. Bonjour. Apparently, there's a bunch of Canadian players who started taking classes together. Like, there's a group of them that are taking French classes oh together. God. That's adorable. It's like that's, a yeah, I, 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 I think, think Saint Louis put them up to it. It should be like an elective <laughs> thing, like like once a week on the weekends, like after practice. Long yeah, long plane rides. Martin Saint Louis like bonjour. Team bonding, and everyone goes hello. That becomes <laughs> less of a fun team bonding activity when it's implemented I'm by the coaches. Homework. That's not. That's not. That's. If it if a bunch of guys get together and say, "Hey, let's go do no, this," appara- like, on- from what I heard, Martin Saint Louis like in on it, but it was the players' like idea. Okay, like, oh. every, everyone's very happy with this arrangement. From good, good. It, no, uh, that's something that it needs media. to come from the players because if do you, think can you imagine if Mike Babcock were the coach of the Montreal Canadiens right now, he wouldn't allow he- them to speak French. No, 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 no. He would, just that, that's their. That's the punishment. That's the punishment for any player he doesn't like. Now you have to go <laughs> learn French. Mike but Babcock, not like, by, not French Canadian. You have to learn it in the dialect of French. It's just French. So oh, like, no, no, does no, no, it no. even help you? No, he, it, it's Mike Babcock. So like, yeah. Give me the most like the worst possible like most useless form of French that you could possibly learn, and that's what Mike Babcock would have you learn. Yeah, French the most Diana. useless dialect with the least amount of crossover. Yeah, 
that um um, also, speaking of injuries, <laughs> um, Josh Norris is done for the year. Um, oh, God. Because he re injured his shoulder. Hey, poor guy. Hey, stop. Um, How old is and, Josh Norris? Um, Early, he's, he's younger than 25. Too young right? to be re injuring his shoulder. He's only 23. Yeah, what the hell is Ottawa doing? Yeah. Uh, well, apparently they rushed him back. Yeah. Because yeah. he was supposed to be out for the year. He was on IR. Um, the year is still going, yet. guys. The um, year has like, got a while to go. We need help. And Josh why was like, do you okay. need help? I'm sorry. And why? Why are you trying to go get help? You suck. And Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzola. Timmy Stutz. When do we start begging for Brady Kachuk to be free? Is it too early uh, for that? Yet. They just got I'm Alex DeBrincat last year. Is it too early for me to ask them to free Brady guy. Kachuk? I was so high on them in the offseason. I really thought they were going to sneak into the playoffs Brady. and take Boston's spot, and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Remember that time the Ottawa Senators didn't give the San Jose Sharks the fourth overall pick at risk of giving them the first overall pick the next year so they could take Brady Kachuk? <laughs> what? I thought that was I a really, really good move. I fucking love Brady what? Kachuk. Brady's Brady Kachuk guy. is one of the... One, He's one of the guys. He is, he is one of one. You know what? I'm seeing a lot of people on Devil's Twitter willing to give up everything for uh, Timo Meyer, which I really don't get. No, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I would give. I would give. I would give all those things up for Brady. Nemich goes as soon as if Brady Kachuk's name comes up. So does Nemich. Oh, 100. percent Plus Nemich plus. Man. You see, the issue is okay. So on. One of the offers I came across on Twitter uh, in the Timo Meyer to the Devils just tirade that's happening at this particular moment, um, someone suggested Holtz, Nemich, and a first for Meyer, which is just okay, way for, too much. Nemich for, for Meyer un- by itself is too much. For people but, unfamiliar with the Devils, who is Holtz? Like, Alexander what, what Holtz was about? the uh, yeah. seventh, seventh overall pick in the 2020 NHL draft. Oh, so uh, we're still is, excited for him. Is kind of guy. Yeah, we're still excited for him. He's on the roster. He's a Swedish winger with a big, big shot. Um, That's what you're describing to me, baby. I'm all about it. (laughs) He's the the skill is there. He's just not. It just hasn't come together just yet. But you can see him. Exactly. He's still young, and he got drafted during the pandemic year. It's it's hard to judge right now. There's still a lot of hope. Are you trading Jesper Bratt today to get Brady Kachuk? No. Nemich and Brat. No, absolutely not. Mm, what That's about no? No. Nemich. Now, and... if you want to, now if you want to talk to me no, about Nemich, Holtz, and I'm not willing to do a first, maybe a second, because Nemich and Holtz with a are, condition, maybe with a condition. condition on the first, maybe a condition on the first. That for Brady Kachuk or oh, Matt yeah. Kachuk? Yes. No, now, not Matt. I don't do it for Matt. I do it for Brady. Well, Brady is a more valuable player than Matt. I'm glad you caught that, but. Brady, those are two, Brady's. I'm more far likely above that. the haul that is being asked for in that trade should net you a twelve million dollar player, such as yeah. Brady Kachuk, such as Matt Kachuk. Okay. It, yeah, Timo Meyer is not nearly enough to give up that level of prospect. Let me. I'm going to throw something better at you. We have not seen Brady Kachuk in the playoffs yet, and he just screams nightmare in a seven game series. We haven't seen oh, yeah. Brady Kachuk enter his prime yet. Brady Kachuk is like 
Brady Kachuk is just now turning like 22, 23 years old. He is a child. He is a gigantic child. He is that's, going that, to that destroy kid's this league. making the NHL. <laughs> like, third generation. Yeah. Oh, we're all dying to see Brady Kachuk in a seven-game series against the Leafs, right? Oh, like, yeah. We're all oh, yeah. like, the Leafs we, are going to die. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I want that to work out so well. There's nothing I would be more excited, well, aside from a few. There are a few things I would be more excited <laughs> to see, but I would be very excited to watch to Toronto battle. play Ottawa. I want to he has see, to do wanna, Battle of Ontario. I would love series. to see the Battle of Ontario turn it up. Because any what, of these geographical rivalries, Battle of Alberta, Battle of Ontario, Hudson River, Hudson River rivalry, I'm all about it. Get West. the fl- actual locals pitted against each other. And Pittsburgh, uh, Philly. Do you remember that war they went to in like 2012? They still, they still are at war. They're still at war over 2012. Oh, yeah. They you go, you go to a Flyers Penguins game in uh, Philadelphia. I promise you. I promise you there's Sidney Crosby in the urinal. I promise you. They have a picture of Sidney Crosby in all or most urinals. To all the people who maybe listen to this that haven't watched hockey before, if you want to enjoy hockey, watch one game from that series. Yes. Just one game from the 2012 series where neither goalie could stop a beach ball and everyone was trying to give each other a concussion. Yep. Half the players in that series are going to have CTE. And Peter Laviolette tried to say – Oh, well, when the best player in hockey says he's going to guard Sidney Crosby. <laughs> it was a great time to be a Pittsburgh goal crushing. Do you know what? Do you know what happened after that series? It destroyed people. The Flyers the advanced. First of all, the Flyers advanced yeah, to the second round. The but that was the 2012 games. playoff run. Well, Ilya Brizgalov made a really bad decision the next round against David Clarkson. And that goal that David Clarkson scored got him paid. <laughs> the twenty the twenty twelve playoffs were simply magical. That was a that was a good never again will you see an eight seed take on a six seed in the Stanley Cup final. No. Who was that, that, that was Kings Devils, right? Twenty twelve? Yeah. And the Kings yeah. were the last team in the Western Conference in the Western Conference side. They went all the way as the eight seed. Came back from a three-one series deficit or three-nothing series deficit. No, that was that in twenty fourteen. That was in twenty fourteen. Ah, my bad. My bad. This Sorry, was dude. the year. Um, this was the year they took out Vancouver when Corey Schneider started. When Corey Schneider made his first uh, playoff appearance for them. Um, then after that, they took out. I don't remember who was in the semifinals they took out, but in the Western Conference Finals, they played uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Oh, the Mike Smith's Arizona Coyotes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, the, the the year that everyone, oh my God, Arizona might be an NHL city. It was that year, right? It yeah. was that year. Shane, don't, somehow, someway, none of it made it sense. So this special. team had no business getting there, but they got there. And it looked like the best arena in the league at every home playoff game. It looked so fun. And yeah. then they just got utterly destroyed by LA, but LA was a record that year. It's fine. They made money. They it, they blew it almost immediately, paying back debt or something. It's Arizona. They so. blew it the night they made it, Trevor. Yeah, the, the <laughs> night they made it, they oh, blew yeah. it because they had. There was to pay actually Gary's a loan centers. shark that walked into the president's office after the game, but it was like, "I'll take that check and left." One of the creditors was just <laughs> surfing the cha- surfing the TV that night and saw the and saw that there was a Coyotes playoff game and how packed it was. Said, "Huh," and then drove down. 
that that team um, is still not recovered from the same financial struggles that they're in and that's just amazing <laughs> that being said while we're talking about them what do you think of those third jerseys they debuted last night oh, one of the best jerseys i love that in a long time very so snappy good. you know what it reminds me of like you know how the nba does this really well where there's like here's these one-off jerseys they have tons of them that the NBA does really, really well. The NHL needs to be okay with teams just going, we're going to have a jersey, we're going to wear it like three or four times, it's gone. Because whenever teams do it, it's gorgeous. The thing is for the NBA, the way that works is they do – the NBA does uh, Christmas games, so they have special yeah. Christmas jerseys. That's the yeah. one-off jersey that kind of happens every year for the NBA, but they also do like, you know – Like the City the, Connect jerseys and the – is yeah, that the NBA? Yeah. They do, yeah, they do special ones for the city, uh, for the various cities. There, there's more than one alternate jersey if a team wants to make. There's tons of jerseys, jersey. exactly. There's tons but, of different looks, and they're so open I mean, to experimenting. Even, for even you, for a while, you had teams that you know the NHL does like you know special warm up jerseys. The NBA yeah. was doing straight up St. Patrick's Day jerseys. Teams were games. just. Like switching, like games. wearing green that had no business wearing green in games for St. Patrick's. It's fun. It yeah, is. Who's like good. as as a fan? Like I'm like I'll buy that jersey. I don't care. If they look the, if you make them well, they're gorgeous. The most fun them. jerseys you can find are the uh, special edition like AHL jerseys that you that are oh because they get the Star Wars night kind they of they get they get way too creative. Not not as good as the ECHL because they'll just do like here's no the ECHL doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> the ECHL does not care. They will dress their players up in highlighters if they want to. Like they they, yeah, just they don't, don't care. It's care. great. But that like the so Coyotes desert night jersey is probably like the A as cactuses is just phenomenal. So good. The I whole the whole setup just, in general. And uh, the yeah, goalies, the, the goalies goalie setup, it like that. Just oh. guess. It's like. I thought like one of the best jerseys to come out recently was like the Leafs black jersey because I thought that was that's creative, it's new, it's oh, different. That's pretty it's cool. This Coyotes jersey blew it out of the water. Like, oh, this I Coyotes jersey makes one. it almost worth it for the fact that they moved to Arizona State so they could use Arizona State's colors. It, I think it does make it worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. Having the best third jersey in the league right. makes it absolutely <laughs> worth it to only have five thousand fans. Are we hearing that Gary Bettman was right? No. Absolutely never. Not. I will never. Why would we do that? What are you What are you talking about? <laughs> are the Coyotes going to make more money guys. off the jersey than they will right. ticket sales this thing. season? No, what because they're better? selling the tickets for five hundred dollars a pop. Oh, they're not too bad. They're only a hundred bucks. Oh, they're not that it's bad. About okay. hundred bucks. Okay, they're yeah. only hundred, two hundred bucks. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Excuse me. For like the the top of the lower bowl, you know, since there only is one bowl. <laughs> hey, man. I want that. They had to find a place to play games and <laughs> uh, you, someone's backyard in a work. league in a league where a team had to move into a college stadium that doesn't even seat 10,000 people because they got into such bad relations with the city they played in in a league where that team exists. The Vancouver Canucks are still the most dysfunctional franchise and it's not even close. The Canucks should get an award at the like at the NHL award show. <laughs> they should just be like, there's a surprise award. There's this a Canucks year. award. Worst the Canucks team. Award. The Jim Rutherford award. It's the, the worst run team award. in the league. No, and no, no. Jim no. Let's be, let's be nicer about this. Let's be nicer about this. Um, this award is for the team that is closest to the city of Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> I'm not announcing who's going to win. 
I'm not announcing who's going to win. But they may wear blue. They might. They, they might, might wear blue. Maybe it's the Leafs. We don't know. Who <laughs> knows? Well, they definitely play in Canada. And definitely not the Leafs. Off. It might be the Winnipeg Jets. It might be the yeah. Vancouver Canucks. I haven't decided yet. We don't know yet. It, no. Maybe Seattle. Seattle's pretty close to Vancouver. Seattle is pretty close to yeah. Vancouver. Could be yeah, they're like a day trip. Yeah. Nice and easy. Could be Edmonton. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Geographically. Oh, you know, God. Not too far off. Oh, um, uh, Linus Allmark is um, the second fastest goalie to win 25 games in the history of the NHL. Um, what um, a legend. You know, you know, I just heard, hey, Boston's winning more games than we thought they Boston were before. Boston is winning. Um, They're unstoppable. It's a good time they to be They are the Mon Stars. Did anyone um, see this yeah. coming from Allmark, no. though? No. No. Like, this is a guy who was no projected to be a backup, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't Swayman almost as good? Like, they're fucking. Yeah, they're pretty much equal, honestly. But Omar gets that played doesn't more. sound correct. He gets started more. But this, well, I mean, Olmark's yeah. clearly their, their, their guy. This is, yeah, this he's is, their guy. This is the, but this Slay is, is still reliable. Okay. Boston is sitting there. With with Swayman and Allmark, and they're like, yeah, we got a good goaltending tandem. I haven't heard a whole. I haven't like it's not being rubbed in or anything like that. And then yeah. you get the joke of a franchise like Toronto being like, oh, we're rocking Murray Samson off. We're just fine. We can compete <laughs> with that. No, oh, yeah. you could like Tanya Harding lead us Allmark's kneecap before the series, and they still have a better goalie than you. True. Boston's backup goalie is better than most of the league starters. That's Take out true. Boston's first line. They're still better than you. Make Take the whole the, fourth. The, take the whole fourth line of Boston, and they're still better than well, like. I'll double down. Take the Providence the Bruins. They're lie. beating the Leafs in a seven-game series. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> even I think that's a bold claim. <laughs> But like we're talking up the uh, the Bruins goalies. Uh, this is the 2023 Boston Bruins. Who and I hate it. Which which team's goalie situation do you think right now is currently the the worst? Like Habs. there, like there's no fixing Habs. it. Habs. This Habs. Year or Chicago. Chicago. Chicago or Habs? It can't be either. No, but the thing about the Habs is that Montembeau is okay, I guess. Jake Allen okay. can't save a puck for, for the life of him. Honestly, he can't. Like, every game is, is, I watch with Jake Allen, I feel miserable. Natasha, I'm going to combat that with uh, Peter Mrazek gave up six goals on seven shots. Yeah, but also, what's what's the other guy's name? Um, yeah, Chicago? Chicago? Yeah, mm. Chicago needs some We help. talked about it last week. Yeah. Um, um, we're, not Zach exactly gave a better Gustav Forsling? Yeah, maybe. I think that's it. I got it. I'll find it. Don't ask. No, um, that's Gustav Forsling is uh Ottawa. No, he's fuck he's Florida. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and he's not even I don't even I don't even know what's wrong with me. That's not even a, that's um, not even a goalie. I've clearly I'm I've broken. <laughs> Anaheim, I guess. Oh, they've had um five goalies but... already, guys, in Chicago. <laughs> Why have <laughs> yeah. I not heard this once? No, I've, I've okay. heard about Chicago. Uh, okay. well, I, I, I think I can do this. I think without looking, I can give you Zach, maybe... I do not know how three of these people are. 
All right, I can do three. I can do three. I can do three. Okay. Um, this is a fun bit. Natasha, help him out here. Let's see if you can name. There, how I know many one of them is like. Okay. Oh, I'm sure one of them. I know one of them was Finnish, so his name could be pronounced any way possible because Finnish is absolutely the is hardest language to read and pronunciate. Swedish. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm not seeing answer. a Finnish goalie. Okay, um, obvious first answer, uh, Peter Mrazek. Yep. Um, right. Natasha, lean forward. You're just a brick wall. Yeah, you were kind of close. I know I know exactly who he's talking Anton about. Anton Forsberg. No. No. I, is that even a goalie again? I don't yes, know. Yes, that is I a goalie. Yes. I, think that's I know there's a goalie. That's I know there's a goalie in Chicago or who was in Chicago who has like the first four letters of a last I name. I didn't even Forrest. know like is he still there or is he gone? No, I didn't even need two. I didn't even know two of these until just now. So oh yeah, we're learning things today. <laughs> we're learning things today. I was a lot more confident about this going in. Uh, I know, like. Okay. Malcolm Subban's not still there. No. Okay, so no. the other guy, the other guy that I think you're gonna get played for San Jose last year, and before that, spent a few years in Minnesota. Aaron Doe. No. San Jose last Weirdly. year. Weirdly. And it, Minnesota before that, and then San Jose again before then. Weirder than Aaron Doe. Yeah. Well, Martin Jones is in Seattle. Nope. Yep. Not Martin Jones. It's an A name. First name. He's not going to get it. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get it, man. Alex Stalock. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> yeah. Alex Stalock, Flyers legend Alex Stalock, if I'm not mistaken, right? <laughs> would, would you like me to read the other goalies, Zach? No, I'm thinking Anthony Stolarz, Flyers legend. Yeah. Um, so we got Arvid Solderbaum. Who's played 15 games. Oh, honey. Uh, Jackson Stauber, spelled J A X S O N. I think oh. it's Stauber. Stauber. Yeah, he's like a child. He's like yeah. he's like nineteen. He's twenty three from Wyzata, Minnesota. Good for him. And he's a rookie. <laughs> Dylan Wells. <laughs> Dylan Wells is a real person, according to ESPN. I have no Great. other proof. Fantastic. I just want to remind you guys that uh, the Devils last year had a very Eight. bad goaltending situation, Eight to say goalies. the least. Yeah. Yeah. They played seven goalies. We are halfway through the season. Chicago has played five. Do they break that record? Do they Do they play what, Do we know what the record is? Is New Jersey the record? Most goalies, Most goalies to play for you. Because I, I, it's got to be a new record. Because before, like... Goalies played 70 games a year. Oh, it's God. Be the Devils. Oh, it's, it's a, oh, it might be. Oh, God. Team. No. Um, so the Devils tied it. Who's Is the other one recent? At one point, it was the Quebec Nordiques okay. of seven. I lied to you. No. In three years ago now. In 2018-2019, the Philadelphia Flyers oh, had Cam Talbot this. enter the net, Can't and that was the eighth it. goalie to appear for the Philadelphia Flyers. 
that year, they had Mike McKenna make one one appearance, Alex Leon make two, Michael Neuverth made yeah. six starts because he fainted, didn't he? Was that this season that he like? No, that was a, that. Was, no, 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 no. He that he fainted in 2017 or 2018. Okay, that I was remember, it was. It was post the fainting, but I do remember that. That was terrifying. Yeah, that was Neuberth, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we've got those name? three. I mentioned Cam Talbot, so that's four. Carter Hart. Calvin Did Picard. Because Calvin Picard's still in this league. I somehow. forgot he was alive, man. <laughs> Calvin Pickard. Anthony Stolars, the Ooh. legend I mentioned before. Ooh. Carter Hart, who yeah. made his debut that year. And then I'm so sorry I had to come into that. Oh, yeah. No, that's how they found out that Carter Hart was a guy, because he just was like, hey, we have no one. Oh, no. And he's including, like, he do you know Everett. who? I did not mention one. This one I did not mention was the starter going into the year for the Philadelphia Flyers. Is he still in the league? Zach, I he shouldn't just... Be. He shouldn't be. Mm. Still in the league. Oh, my God. Is he playing? Like, does he have, like, more than 10 he is, games played? Oh he is God. in the NHL. Um, he has Was it Martin played, Jones? He has played in 12 games this year. It's not Martin Jones because he was with Philly. No. Okay. No. This is a guy who... Uh, Who's he with? Or is here's what I'm going to say. Much? We talked about uh, Jake Allen before. At one yeah. point in time, he was a part of a goaltending tandem with Jake Allen. Oh, the guy from St. Louis. Okay. Um, oh. You're right. It's the guy from St. Louis. Thomas Grice? No, no, no. He's still with St. Louis. No. What? No. No, no Jordan, no. no. Natasha, that was an awful answer. Yeah, no. I was much closer with Thomas Natasha, Grice. Natasha, he's, he, he, he's, he's not in St. Louis anymore. <laughs> oh. Okay. Has not been in St. Louis for like almost 10 years. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Ryan Elliott. <laughs> no, no, he's he's still Brian Elliott's still in the league. Brian Elliott is the backup with? goaltender for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He is he has a nine and three. Oh, he's got year. it made. He's got he's got such an easy job. <laughs> I love goalies who play backup in in Tampa because it's always like the weirdest guy you can think of. Like Louis Domingue did it. You put some re- I was you put some respect on that man's name. No one can do There's like a, backup Louis goalies. Louis Domingue okay? was good. At his Spike, what did what did he eat in overtime against 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 Beef the Rangers? And Beef and broccoli. Then he's like, I'm gonna play for the Rangers now. Yeah. He almost got beat in the playoffs. He was a he was a he was a goalie. He was a goalie. He was a goalie who played games. I'm pretty sure he played for the Devils last year, and it was not fun. No, he did play for them. I thought he was. Was it? No, I don't year. remember when he played when for he Tampa. Played. He, he played, yeah, played for Tampa for a little bit. He played for Tampa for a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then right after Tampa, he signed with the Devils. Or no, he didn't mm-hmm. sign with the Devils. He was traded for a seventh-round pick. Ooh. <laughs> That's, goalies you get for a seventh-round pick. Yeah. 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 The Devils had not a fun, fun time last season. He did not. Oh, fix now. Thank you so much for putting up with us again this week. We look forward to 
talking with all of you next week. If you have any questions, mm -hmm. please, or anything you want to ask us at all, please leave a comment down below. Follow us on Twitter. We are extremely active with each other. We'd love to be more active with you. Our banter on Twitter is amazing. Follow all yes. of us. We need a fan base. <laughs> we have a fan base. We have people who are going to watch Natasha probably eat a chip. If it, the season it's were looking end, that way, Natasha. One, one day I will eat the chip. Even if she doesn't lose the bet, I feel you know I feel like me and Zach consider a high horse because Zach, I think we're perfectly safe from having to eat this. Chip. You're right. We're perfectly safe great. individuals where if we were not involved in this bet, we would not eat that chip. We would look at that chip no. and say, No, that is there is botulism. But, but our teams have done a good enough job this season to keep us safe. Yeah. V really, really it's just it's just me. Versus the chip, like it's 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 Me not even you guys chip. anymore. It's, it's kind of that's kind of what it's turning into. Um, in my defense, when we made the bet, though, I genuinely thought Toronto would be like fighting for this chip. I no, really they're, they're they're fine. They're, they're okay fine. for now. For now, yeah. yeah. The, the kids it's, are gonna it's be It's Rangers right in there. Vegas. It's yeah. it's really those two that are. Natasha, you better be it's careful. it's a long it's I'm a preparing. long season, man, and it is it it, it it we're not it's not like the point difference is larger than seven from first to last anything could happen here man there, there's too much yeah. there's too much anything could happen the leafs are one injury away from being caviar dorito tanks are incoming that's true we haven't got the tanking season yet true tanking season one last thing before we go um natasha should yeah. the rangers send down uh alexi lacrenier to the ahl yes See, I was thinking about this, and um, he is waiting for exempt. Right? As much as I entry level deal. like and respect Lafreniere, I don't think he's up to snuff right now. Like he needs some. Let him dominate in the AHL yeah. and bring him back. Get him, get him some confidence. Oh, also the Rangers need to trade Sammy Blaze. Like, yeah, sorry, they need to trade him. Uh, for Tony Diaz, my whole thing about. is. You shouldn't be exempt from going through the development stages just because you were drafted in a high spot. Yeah. So uh, it was the Sidney Crosby comparisons that got him into the NHL immediately. They really like I like he probably should have gotten a shot in the NHL early. It just didn't work, and now it's been a while and it hasn't worked ever. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, at it, least it, Seattle admitted defeat with Shane Wright. And sent him down. And then they didn't just again. send him down. They sent him way oh, down. Yeah, they sent him down. Brought they him back. Him down for score against Montreal. Yeah. They sent him down for his overage year. When was the last time we saw a guy drafted that high play his overage year? Like, the, or let me let me rephrase. A guy drafted that high play his overage year, where the plan wasn't from day one for him to play his overage year. I I really don't. The, the closest thing I can weird. come up with is not even really a close situation. Goalies, it's, but those don't count. Those don't count. The situation I was thinking of was Jonathan Drouin, but even then, that's he refused to report to the AHL. Yeah, Jonathan Drouin's just a, um, a diva, so... I, that, ultimately, the biggest story of his career was demanding a trade out of Tampa. He got oh, traded to Montreal. Bad. They moved him to wing. They Montreal traded for a franchise center, and they moved him to wing. And gave up Mikhail Sergachev for him. Mm. <laughs> artwork, artwork, artwork. All right. So, one more time. Thank you so much for listening this week. Please leave a comment down below. Follow us on Twitter. 
and we will catch you next time.